0: Hello and welcome to the 58th and final episode of the Chicken Chess Club podcast, back from a long hiatus that is in no way due to our poor planning, but instead, because of our incredibly busy schedules, I'm Jan Zon. I'm sick, I'm in the middle of, not nowhere, but on the road, but one thing is stable in this life, Laurent Fresnay is in front of his green screen. Laurent, how are you? How are things in France?
1: I'm good. Uh, things in, in France were a bit uh, shaky. The last few days, some protests and some, uh, yeah, some some big protests, but now it's getting uh, quieter. So, yeah, all good. I played a tournament since we last spoke, this French Rapid and Blitz. I finished third in both, but the main the main thing. Uh, okay, maybe we'll talk about it um a bit later, I played an illegal move, which uh, then I started to think, when was the last time I played, I did an illegal move, and, and I couldn't recall. I, it was incredibly hot, and it was the second day, so I don't know what about you guys, but it's, it's a question I wanted to to, to ask you, actually. Um, I mean, like, c- can, you, can you recall when was your uh, when was the last time uh, you played an illegal move, but Peter doesn't play, but he's still in Vilnius.
2: Yeah, I don't recall playing it, but I always wondered if there were some kind of equity in in, in doing it. I mean, uh, I remember (laughs) I played this blitz tournament in in Norway some 15, 20 years ago. And it was Akderstein against uh, Tommy Nuremberg. And uh, Nuremberg was basically outplaying Akderstein. But then suddenly Akderstein moved his knight two forward and two to the side. And sort of re- reversed the Sucs And then poor Nürbeck sort of was shocked and did something and lost. So, I mean, I was considering at some point if the, one should add it to one's arsenal. But apparently you have, uh, t- you have actually taken one for the team and, uh, and did that. But how did they react? They actually started to complain or they just laughed? And how did it work?
1: I mean, the, the referee came. First of all, I thought it was two minutes extra for my opponent. It was only one. Uh, then two moves later, I, I almost played the, the very same illegal moves because it was some kind of repetition. <laughs> so some bishop d6 check, you know, I have my king on b4. And uh, yeah, I was moving the rook just to collect. It. No, it, it was really hot. And uh, instead of repeating, I just moved my, my king and I, I blundered the piece. Uh, so I resigned actually the the very next move <laughs> that was not, what, uh... But
2: what was the thought process? You just missed a check, or you actually moved a piece that like it couldn't be moved, or sort
1: of. No, no. I I he played bishop d6, eight, check, for my king on before, and I played rook g4, check, and it, the idea was just he yeah, to move the king, and I'm collecting a pawn, which I have, thought happen, to, yeah, it yeah. was a tricky missed, but it, maybe maybe he missed it, but uh, it was check, so. No, that was funny that I I, I can't recall in my Grandmaster practice. Actually, uh, I think I never did that. I don't know, Uh, Jan, if you...
0: I did once. I don't think I was a Grandmaster. I was maybe 17. But I was a qualified chess player, 2400 or whatever. And yeah, I think my king was in check, And I tried to play some other move during a tournament game. That was embarrassing. But I don't think it has happened since.
1: Yes. So that was a bit, yeah, that was a bit embarrassing. That's actually the only game I lost, but uh, yeah, that was a bit, uh, uh, a bit painful, uh, to, to to be honest. Fair Sorry to hear
0: that. But grateful you keep us posted on the tournament grind out there. Peter, you were on the road. You you went to Dubai.
2: How was yeah, it? Yeah, I was in Dubai for four, five, six days. Oh, that was generally a very interesting experience. But I thought. Uh... So many things to tell that we should uh, leave that for, for, for later. That's uh, the, the, the core part of the show, right? I mean, it's been some days since I've been back. And, uh,
0: Apologies. Well, so thought, how was golf today? Did you think about openings for Magnus while playing?
2: <laughs> no, I'm sort of, I, you know, golf actually starts to make more sense if you take it more seriously. Well, I still tweet from the golf course, but uh, I mean, I try to also focus on golf out there. But uh, in, a, in a couple of weeks, as uh, I'm planning to have this, Baltic golf to golf tour with one of my friends where we play golf for like eight hours a day for four days and go around the, the whole of the Baltic. So I'm trying to prepare hard for that at the moment. So I'm obsessing a bit uh, with golf compared to, to normal uh, and uh, it's fully there. But I did actually realize around midnight that Magnus is playing a tournament. So I had to do some work in the morning before golf. But um, well, uh, no, tons of golf at the moment. And um, I'm an interesting, you know, uh, place it's uh, it's very difficult but it is also very interesting I'm
1: spending do you have time,
2: time have time to follow shogi still or not no I follow it a bit but uh, no that's also complicated and of course um with with chess uh, you know I have uh, you know problem with a lot of Russians players in shogi there's a lot of Belarusian players so I'm, I'm you know squeezed from all side in this kind of things but uh, no I don't play much shogi these days but I, I, of course I I follow it and, and watch some videos and so thanks for asking but, uh, what, kid... what... Yeah. Yeah, sorry. No, kids are away at uh, either with grandparents or at some summer holiday camp. But wife is is working hard, so I'm I'm basically fully engrossed in golf these days.
1: Where is your family, Jan? Okay, yeah, Jan is a bit, yeah, he's a yeah. bit. stupid but he's, I'm very jealous, actually. Uh, I mean, Jan is traveling all over the world. This is uh, this is just amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, such a skill. The, the jet set chess
0: life. My family. Is back home when i get back I from
2: thought, I thought, well, living in paris the point where you don't have to travel you just have uh, the the center of the world right in front of you yeah
1: that's yeah, not not enough sun to my liking not enough beach Fair enough. i like i prefer thailand
2: i mean dubai was like 40 41 degrees outside i don't know That uh, strikes me as, as too much but maybe there's no such thing um, yeah, it's a bit too much. It was a bit warm in Dubai, no?
0: Like, late at night you could go for a walk, but during the day it was a bit much even for me. Yeah,
2: No, I was going, for instance, one of the days for a walk for two hours with uh, this Danish kid, Jonas Bjerre, who turned uh, 19 uh, during the tournament. And I'm, I'm a Danish chess player I'm sp- still on speaking terms with. And uh, you're completely soaked in sweat, not by doing exercise, but just by walking around, simply. I mean, it's, uh, it's incredibly hot. So, um, I mean, it's peculiar. Um, Situation for chess, but of course they. Well, if you stay inside the hotel, if anything, it's almost cold, right? So well, it was very nice, nice weather. I guess we will talk a bit about that when Jan was. Jan will first have to update on his his family and uh, health situation.
0: I was sick. I was on a flight and I fell asleep with this. It's not the air condition, but the thing that blows air into your face still on. And when I woke up, I noticed the damage immediately. Uh, I think I caught a cold there, and yeah. Life is very rough, but I will I will heroically fight through it. I'm in Bali in a chess training camp,
1: as you do. Um and, and yeah, hopefully, stop, I can stop, recover. Stop is recover. are you traveling business class these days or not yet? No, no, no,
0: economy, but I I always spend my own hard earned cash to book a seat at the emergency exit because my, my legs <laughs> are very low. That's, okay. that's the hack. Then I have space, it's fine. <laughs> Yeah. Other than that, I don't have very much to report, so I guess Peter will just give us the full round-by-round report on how did the Chingari Gulf Titans play against the Triveni Continental Kings, Peter?
2: Uh, I'm not that fully into team names yet, but I thought you got off a bit too easily there. Can you tell us Bali? Is that just an upgrade on on Thailand or is it uh, different? To my mind it's a downgrade, it's a compromise. Because
0: in in Thailand it's supposed to be a rain season, here it's supposed to be nice. Ironically, it rained here today, and I heard that Kosamui is running out of water supply because it's been so dry and sunny for a very, very long time. But yeah, I guess there's not there's not too much to complain about regarding the location. We're still trading hard for the world team championship
2: in, in Düsseldorf. So you are basically training here in the heat and then you're expecting that when you come back to cold dusseldorf you will uh, perform there right i don't know it wasn't i'm not sure if anybody's still
0: listening to this but wasn't yesterday the warmest day in recorded history like germany oh, end of
2: august it doesn't have to be you know maybe, maybe you're right fair enough, fair enough no let's talk about the, the event in in dubai then and I uh, it was a spectacular event interesting being there i mean I went there with kind of low expectations uh, in, in a way because there was a lot of criticism online and such. But I thought when, when getting there, it was clear that the players and organizers was pretty excited about it. So that was quite quite interesting in in a, in a way. And well, I think Jan explained it at some point that what really matters is that you create some kind of narrative and the players are, are into it. And that was very much the impression I was getting that people were really caring about results. I don't know if uh, chess fans would care one bit. I guess that um, at the moment no one has really sort of bonded with any of the teams. It's not like uh, there is like a hundred-year-old football tr- tradition, and you care for some of the teams. But those who were there seem to, to quite care in, in in a way. I mean, and uh, well, for instance, one night we were out with the, the team owners' uh, boat and uh, in in Dubai and such. So well, there was also some pe- persons around it, but especially during the round, you will see that. Uh, Maybe not the team owner, but quite some of those who are involved in the team would would be there. They would care tremendously about the, the results. Even uh, well, I mean, we all played in different leagues, and I guess over time you start caring less, or at least you understand that well. You should care in the end, not during the all time. But they seem to be very much into it, and um, it was an interesting show there. But I think heavily sort of aimed towards uh, Indian television. They were sort of aiming for double-digit million viewership. I have no clue if they managed to, to get it, um, but um, no, it was an interesting experience in, in many ways. Also surreal to some extent, but I would still say quite interesting in a way. I don't know how you guys felt about it, if you cared or not at all. Uh, in a way. I was following it online. I found the first bit of marketing we saw, it felt a
0: little corny or over-the-top or um a bit chat GPT-ish, but uh, I, I kind of turned on it because once you guys started getting more pictures from on-site and people seemed to be enjoying themselves and you have all the best players in the world and it's fast-paced action, I think the vibe was generally positive. I can't say I watched much live, but from, from what I saw on Twitter and yeah, people really seemed to be into it. People tried hard and yeah, it seemed like a fun but genuine competition. So overall the vibe from afar.
2: I turned a bit and it seemed like it was Um, quite positive. Well, when I was sort of on this boat trip, I spoke a bit with one of those who is organizing the league and he said, basically, well, no, there was some criticism from the chess environment of that, well, there was too little chess a day. But for them, it's like uh, the sweet spot is two and a half hours of TV coverage. If you go more than that, it doesn't work uh, viewer wise, they were saying. So they were basically saying, okay, each day has to be two and a half hours. And that was what they were uh, aiming at simply. and. no, I understand it's a very very different from from the chess world, and it's hard to you know embrace fully, but at least they seem to do things but, uh, quite consciously with some kind of uh, idea behind it in, in that way and uh, not uh, hoping to build the brands and stuff like this but, uh...
1: to, to be to be fair, I followed uh, I was checking the games and, uh, i mean like the, the last the last weekend uh, when it ended like I couldn't follow. So I don't know how actually uh, how many teams qualified. I thought this uh, your your friend Jonas was uh, was a great hero as I saw he won the last game while he made one out of five no in the last the last day, so that was a bit weird. But mm-hmm. um, he, he won the last game, so that uh, what matters. So I, uh, how many teams qualified? It was semifinals. There or? was
2: no. There was six teams playing uh, a double round group yeah. uh, stage with that the two best progressing to the finals okay also all the team matches were based on match points but always one of the teams would have either five white sorry yeah. six whites or six blacks and then if there is a decisive games it means black wins the match so black has this kind of a tie break in that way and again it's too much uh, entertainment uh, for me in some sense on the other hand it did actually make the game matches very very interesting for instance i think uh, was this epic clash between Vishy's team and Magnus' yeah. team, where it was basically down to Vishy Magnus, the last game. And uh, well, Magnus needed to win with black, and then his team would win the match based on tiebreak. Well, if it was a draw, Vishy's win would uh, the team would win. So basically, the whole whole match can flip, you know, based on uh, a draw and a win, which is not normal in 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 a normal <laughs> match. Again, not saying this is just. But it was kind of entertaining uh, in a way, I, w- I would say. No, actually, yeah. that
1: was fantastic. That was no, a, fantastic that was a good, game.
2: good chess game. Uh, uh, no I mean, no doubt. like,
1: you have to watch those live, and I, I, I watched the replay uh, uh, of the uh, last uh, few moves, and uh, yeah, when they enter the same game. That
2: was spectacular, just uh, spectacular chess content, yeah. no doubt. Uh, so, so that was kind of uh, interesting. But well, um, of course, it was a weird uh, in the way that, um, well, you try to make all teams equal, and that in strength but that basically meant that uh, i think the winning team has six wins and four losses and number two qualifying for the final had five wins four losses and one draw so basically it was incredibly equal right and the magnus team uh, started out with five wins and two losses so it basically looked like they would cruise to the final but they managed to win the last three matches and was out so no it's um, it's weird, but also it's sport as it's best or it's worst, depending on from your from your ankle in, in in a way I I, I would I would say. It. But, but at least my feeling was that the players kind of really cared and got into it, and that uh, seemed to help. But um, I don't know. It was an interesting experience.
0: Who were the standout performances? Where he did well?
2: We don't see where Yi that much, ah. but he's crushing when he shows up. No, like yeah,
1: that's
2: true. Yeah, he made maybe like eight out of ten or something like this, right? I terrible. think it was uh, maybe. Prague got the, if there was an MVP award or something like this, he got it. I think he scored an, an incredible number of points. Well, of course... Seven also, and a half out of on... nine,
0: but on the junior
2: board. Yeah, but... he, he was put on the junior... He must have played 10 games, right? Maybe it was. Eight and a half out of 10, yeah. It was yeah, game. I don't know. But he was put on the junior board. And uh, for instance, he won five games in a row with black. I was also... I mm-hmm. mean, there is a coin touch, like in, in football or any other sports, and the winning team can choose their colors. But of course, um, it will be reversed in the second... Uh, Sort of batch of the tournament, but Magnus' teams managed to arrange it in the way that they had five uh, five matches with black in a row. So basically, the team had thirty blacks in a row. But Frank managed to win all his games. Uh, sort of uh, even so, so he was very impressive uh, there. I, w- I would say, and as you mentioned, uh, Yi, of course, was the cornerstone for the for the winning team uh, in a way. But um, uh, anything else that works. stood out? Vichy did uh, impressively well. <clears throat> Vichy did uh, impressively well, despite that he lost both his games to Magnus. He did uh, very, very well, actually. I think he ended up on a plus score, maybe even more than yeah. plus, plus one. And, um, I mean, well, to say Vichy has retired is too strong, but he hasn't played much, right? And, uh, well, he skipped the Olympiad, for instance. I'm not, it's not like he skipped Olympiad. It's rather that he, he plays very rarely. But he actually showed up here and seemed to do pretty well, uh, winning against several uh, strong opponents. I mean, well, the, the concept is like board one is an icons board. Mm-hmm. And while it, Vichy, of course, is an extremely strong ba- brand, he's not, uh, well, like me, he's crossed uh, 50, right? So uh, he's playing the absolute world elite players. Getting to a plus score there is just uh, genuinely very, very impressive. Uh, and, and no, genuinely, Vichy seemed to very, very cool there and basically seemed to be leading his team towards the finals. But like with Magnus teams, uh, a couple of bad uh, sort of uh, jumps in the end, and they ended just out of the finals, actually. The final was also spectacular. It's basically two matches. Uh, one, uh, Well, each team, again, will have six whites, and the other one six blacks, and you reverse it. And I think one of the teams just barely won their whites, the other one crushed. But uh, they don't count game points, so they just said, no, this is 1-1. Then they went all to blitz. That was also 1-1, but this time both the black teams won. And then they had to go to sudden, not sudden death, but maybe sudden victory, it'd we called. And there is like six boards. So what they would do is that they would uh, draw lots and they would just start picking uh, random boards and say, okay, you two play. If one of you wins, Mm. then your team has won. And, um, well, I mean, this uh, Danish kid, Jonas Bjarra, as as Laurent mentioned, had lost all his four games against Sinderov in the final. So if I was him, I would have uh, really hoped my uh, card never came up. So th- I think he was uh, quite relieved that the first three games, uh, he wasn't chosen to play. But all these games ended up in a draw. And in the end, this uh, Jonas Bjarra had to play Senderoff And so only the two of them, he's down 4-0 at the time. He has to play him. And... Um, He's struggling due to the game but he's managing to defend very well to a, to a draw and then in the end center of missed uh, maiden one and uh, then basically the whole tournament was over you could see that the uh, fan was jumping from his chair and celebrating with and together with the rest of the team i don't know i mean again you can say well this is amazing picture you can also say okay we have this huge tournament with the best players in the world and it's decided on a, on a maiden one blunder i don't know you can have whatever opinion you want right but that was uh, what happened Sounds a bit good.
0: like you're a defender on the French national team, and then you're picked to shoot the fifth penalty, no? Like it's a,
2: something like that. no, but it like it? a penalty competition, right? But now you guys go and, sports, uh, and battle yeah. it out. Okay, that was a draw. Okay, next next guy is, It was very entertaining. It um, it feels it feels very random, but um, again, it's a sort of half chess, half reality show, right? And uh, maybe that was. I think it's
0: chess like, as long as chess is played to produce a result. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you want some. Intrigue and some potential for yeah. sets. I think it's fine overall. I think it was a success. So the dabbling yeah. with the with the format also, all the players I no, got not- to show up.
1: I, I mean, to, to to be fair, I I really don't like this kind of format where you play like one week. Um, you will play one week and then you will have the, the two best and play some some knockout. I mean, I think it should go all the way. Uh, knockout or uh, all the way, uh, like the Bobin football Edwards. world championship. So, f- okay, come on, but uh, <laughs> no, but it's Champions not league. No, no, but the, the the football World Cup, you don't you play more uh, knockouts than uh, than this pool.
2: That's
1: fair right. games. There is more more teams. Yeah, so
2: ideally they would like it like that. I mean, like NBA, all, all kind of American sports. But well, right now there is only six franchises. Right, they are hoping that. Um, more, more team owners will join and things like this. I mean, uh, well, you could have a team, along if you want. The Chicken Chess Club. I mean, we could have a, a team team there in a way. But, um, and, no, Sounds I like mean... like a multi, I think, multi-million dollar, tre- dollar franchise. Yeah, franchise I, 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 I forgot. Maybe someone mentioned a number, actually, was the buy-in, but I, I, I forgot it, to be honest. But I think they're hoping to expand. Yeah, okay. I think it also depends on television and such. And my general <laughs> feeling is also that While, let's say, team owners has committed to a certain number of years, there could, in principle, be some kind of uh, television company who basically has a switch-off button who says, sorry, not enough uh, uh, viewers, Uh, no season two. I I don't know if that's true, but my feeling was that that could actually be that there is some kind of layer who is... Above FIDE and everything, who just says, okay, this is uh, that didn't work for our, from our perspective, but I have no clue. Generally, I think we can all <laughs>
0: agree there's no layer above FIDE. And there shouldn't that be.
2: is pr- probably too,
0: that, uh, Well, yeah, okay, fair, fair enough. Um, I was trying yeah, to be other serious, than that uh, sports I... leagues, depending on TV money, is also normal. No, I'm not sure what the deal was there, but if mm-hmm. ESPN or Fox or whoever has the rights told the NBA, we're out. And yeah. I'm not sure.
2: The NBA keeps going forever. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'll we'll keep see, but um, I was, I mean, when I came there, I thought, okay, this is weird, but generally it felt very genuine from everybody involved there in a way. It was, was interesting. Well, mainly, of course, I was hanging with Magnus and, and his team to some extent, but um, even so. and uh, What was also- the
1: final score of Magnus? Uh, because he won many games and lost a few as well. So I guess it was a
2: plus score, but not, not big, it's no? It was a plus score or something, but uh, I mean, well, that was st- also the thing, that you start caring about the team results also to quite an extent, right? Because, uh, I mean, well... You so know, you felt but...
0: more of an SG Alpine Warriors
2: coach? Than <laughs> not fully, but, well, like, let's say when you play Bundesliga for Baden-Baden, you understand that your team is going to win anyway, so you actually care a lot about your own result, in a way, right? Here, it felt more more the other way around No, of course. But now we care
0: about our home arrival time. Excuse me. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Yeah, but uh, no, I think. um, And well, you can really see that those organizing the team, they they cared so much, and they were so happy when they won, and uh, you know, very quiet when they when the team lost and something like that.
1: But uh, he shocked me with one opening choice against Alonina's black. I cannot remember. What was it, actually? What was it?
2: I mean, some really weird stuff. Didn't he just play this double Financiato in the... But in the King, Kings Indian? Ah, maybe. I mean, that he he played against... Yeah, uh, yeah, that's and, uh, No, no, it was something more, okay. more I shocking. If you're thinking about Black against Aronian, I think it was that, right? I mean... Yeah, you was you're right. I'll okay. check it out. He's playing system. So, what, what do you want? I mean, yeah, that's true. That's good. That's, that's yeah. Sounds like okay. mains man
1: yeah, Magnus We won team. that
2: against Aronian. He had this
0: quite shocking blunder. I think he explained it, as yeah. always. When it's a trivial blunder, there was quite some thought and a blackout behind it. But I haven't seen him do anything like that, like to take on d5 and knight takes d5 and knight c3 checkmate. That was also, I mean, that was it was obvious. Completely
2: complete tournament decisive, right? I mean, yeah. aronian's the, the, the winning team, would just have been out with one round to go and Magnus' team would have qualified. Uh, of course, there were still games in progress at that time, but basically Magnus turned... Somewhat better positioning to well, he literally resigned on the next move, right? Well, it was made in two, literally, no? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it was very strange. And you're right, I think he tweeted some kind of uh, advanced reasoning, but um, well, yeah, he gave no, some that,
0: long but... line where he had missed knight c3 and calculated rook 8 to go rook takes e4 yeah. and then knight c3 and knight e6 and so on, but yeah, that was that was surprising, but yeah, happens to the best of them. He did show he's still pretty good at chess to transition. Yeah. By winning the title Tuesday, Laurent's favorite yeah. tournament,
1: with 11 out of 11, which is rarely done. I didn't play. I didn't play that one. That's why. Oh, that's why. It happened. Ah, I yeah, of course. I, I didn't play, so I couldn't uh, uh, Yeah, I couldn't stop him. I'm the only one. Same second perfect uh, score in history. And they
0: must have played dozens of these by now. No?
2: It's almost surprising if you hadn't done it uh, sometimes before. But maybe I'm just underestimating how incredibly strong it is.
1: Ah, it's just incredibly strong. I mean, like when I'm like registering, I'm number thirty. Oh, yeah, right. that is the definition of
2: incredibly strong,
1: indeed. Yeah. Which field would
0: you say is stronger, the average title Tuesday or Mind Games 2012?
1: <laughs> Mind Games 2012. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who played Nakamura? No, and he's playing Oste. also some some copy openings, but actually I I found it. I mean, like this, he played one B three against Aonian. I guess he's playing the same kind of. Uh, copy openings uh, in this title Tuesday. I don't know, I'm not checking the games, but uh, yeah. So well, as it's long not as easy he's to win, me-
0: I mean, it's not that important what first move he makes, no?
1: Yeah, that's true. But
0: it
2: makes it a bit, a bit more difficult. Maybe, but also, I mean, if you just play few moves, you also help the opponent in a way, right? I mean, He has to do something. He's actually started a game right now, when at the moment we're recording, round one in uh, Sakrep have just started.
1: And is out of book.
2: What's in I Zagreb? Know. Yeah, that's a good question. It's the, um, it's a Rapid and Blitz part of the Grand Chess Tour, right? Yes. It's a Super United uh, Rapid and Blitz uh, uh, tournament. It's probably based on some sponsorship name that I haven't... Super United? Uh, super bad probably, no? That would my guess, yeah. I don't know. Sounds, sounds reasonable. Connecting minds Sponsor- f- with Kasparov?
1: It's called Super United, but maybe it's um, yeah, Super Bad.
2: Again, me think. and Laurent has not researched one bit for this episode. We're just reading aloud what this. Maybe Super Bad United with yeah.
0: somebody else, and they called it, it Super United. Yeah,
2: fair enough. Um, but no scores yet. But Magnus is uh, well. He's playing Gukesh, and uh, on the subject of Gukesh, Gukesh had a pretty rough uh, tournament in in Dubai. I think that's putting it mild, actually. This was. That was very strange, right? Someone who is was who doing that well in in Norway Chess against the absolute world elite, even uh, crushing everybody except Magnus in Armageddon's, and then you see him in in Rapid where he completely imploded. I don't have any reasonable explanation for these uh, incredibly outliers in, in in swings from Norway Chess and Dubai. I mean, I just have no. I, I, it's basically impossible to understand how you can, you know, swing that much.
0: Uh, I'm uh, still a fan. Gukesh stays right up there in the junior power rankings. But he's a bit more stable in
2: classical, you could maybe argue,
0: where he's really had since Vike at least consistently good results. But yeah. We believe um he was on Magnus' team. Maybe yeah, was there had, was there too much team. attention? Nah no. Prague, Prague did pretty well
2: on Magnus' team as well. Yeah, maybe, but it was not my impression that this was a huge uh, issue in a way. But of course, maybe it's intimidating playing on the team with Magnus and having Magnus sitting next to by, but it's like 10 or 15 minutes a game. Do you actually care who is sitting next to you? I guess you're just too engrossed in your own game normally. Uh,
0: well, yeah. So you, you, can't, you can hardly see
2: him behind all the hair, no? Like, uh. <laughs> yeah, that's maybe I, I forgot. I stopped paying attention to that. But uh, again, I'm, I'm sure just... you did. Yeah. That's a, a known...
0: A known storyline with you that you never pay attention to your your boss's hairs.
2: This has been going on for decades. Yeah, uh, that's not my <laughs> focal, focal point, to be honest. Uh, that's true. I mean... Yeah, just a joke, Follow on.
1: Yeah, that's a good pirate joke, which I enjoy. Maybe I'm
2: giving away secret inf- confidential information now. But that was Please
1: actually... do, do now, now. I finally, we my... <laughs> yeah, get it. I, I, I was playing to golf, so with Mag- golf with
2: Magnus in Dubai. Yeah. No. no,
1: that's, not, that's what we want. No, 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 please, please. We want the, the true story, which you, you told me once, but you never. Then you, you've denied it ever since. Yeah, that's just <laughs> amazing, actually. You yeah. forgot you told it once.
0: Anyway, yeah. Zagreb Grand Chess Tour starts today. Magnus Nepomnishi, Karana Alireza, Anand Rapport, Duda, Gukesh. Somebody misspelled <laughs> Gukesh here. Yeah. That's, that's on purpose. And Saric. <laughs> Uh, Lupulescu. I saw some odds of winning were published somewhere, probably on Twitter. Magnus had 45% and everybody else had less. Is that fair?
2: In total or for what? No, one for of this,
0: a- this Zagreb event. Uh huh. What I was no, I surprised think... by Duda, who I think won the last of these events, only at 5%, according to that.
2: Yeah, but just No, no, but I think you're thinking of these mathematical models, right? That's just uh, taking the ratings and doing simulations, which is a very cool thing, but uh, it might uh, not truly reflect tru- yeah. tru- tru- yeah. uh, your your insight uh, level of understanding. Obviously. No, I mean, Duda I mean, won of these things, no? Yeah, Sorry, yeah. I got
1: I mean, to, to be fair, I, I have the feeling, I mean, I don't know, <laughs> I, did, I cannot back up with any stats, but I have the feeling that of this Rapid and Blitz, Magnus, since he exists, I mean, he won. He's winning one, one out of two, basically. I mean, he won He won so many of them. I'm not a ma- mathematician, so but that comes close to 45%. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's why I think it's a good percentage. I think yeah. 45% seems I'm ready actually to bet. I would bet on Magnus still.
2: But I mean, in an event where it's combined, Blitz and Rapid, I would yeah. feel that that should definitely favor Magnus. I mean, yeah. so many more games. I mean, it should really be helpful. I, w- I, would, uh, I would guess he's more than 50%. But of course. Uh, well, Duda did look. win the last one, so he's 2 1. <laughs> did he? The... I thought Magnus won. Okay.
0: Uh, did Magnus win? I really thought so. I I Duda mean, won uh, the Rapid. Yeah, Magnus. Oh, yeah, I Duda
2: apologize. Duda... Yeah, yeah, you're right, of course. Yeah. Duda needed to win. Duda an just won the Rapid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. You're right course, yeah, yeah. No, yeah take everything. Thing,
1: as uh, almost as usual. Um,
2: f- yeah, you think so much uh, fake info, you know? Yeah. Okay, know you no, no, you're right. You know.
0: Yeah, I apologize. Yeah, okay. Also, you weren't there, <laughs> so I could just have done the math.
2: I was <laughs> <laughs> not there. Was
0: I? <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> no. that
1: okay. That
2: that was a good one, actually. Yeah, fair I
1: mean, <laughs> I mean, and uh the question is, uh, who else c- can win? I mean. Like, I see another name who can win, but I don't see... I think Nepo, fabi are not stable enough to to, to, to win. Uh,
2: Ferocia, Caruana... Is yeah, I mean, Aliaiza,
1: of course. Of course, Aliaiza can win. And he did show of course. In, in San Luis that, that he can. So, um, last year. Uh, but, uh, yeah, from the... I mean, like, Vichy. I mean, I can't imagine Rapport as well. Side Shapovalov. I mean, maybe maybe Gukesh, Oh it's not that it's not that good in in rapid. Compared yeah? it seems. let to classical. Let's
2: Twenty-seven say. games, nine rapid and uh, eighteen blitz. Of course, uh, that is too much. I mean, he could win maybe a shorter distance, but this is, I mean, to win this, you more or less have to be kind of the best, right? So um, yeah, I mean, no, don't get me wrong. It's just Gukesh is 17 years old. Expecting him to be better than the the best in the world is asking too much.
1: So it's a two-horse race, yeah. It's a bit Who are the horses? And Magnus, huh? Magnus and Alireza? Reza. Or... Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay, sorry. sorry <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, in Blitz, I mean, like uh, in Blitz, I think Ali is twenty nine hundred, right?
2: Carana is also pretty cool in these events when he really cares about them. So we will see about that. I don't think. It's...
0: People think of Carana as being weaker and rapid than Blitz, <laughs> but many people don't but... know. He actually won a Rapid and
2: Blitz match against Nakamura. He was really? When was that? He was close to winning another one recently, but he actually didn't. So that, that, when was that? It's been a while. It was, was some St. Louis event. I
1: think. Ah, okay. Uh, Ali Reza is twenty-eight ninety-six, So he's uh, one number one in in Blitz. So. Yeah. But Congratulations. To fans, yeah? Uh,
0: yeah? To you personally, to Ali Reza, to Mohamed Reza. <laughs> and that's to very, very impressive.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you.
2: But, I mean, Alireza is actually playing an event, right? That is that is something. Uh, he ha- he didn't enter the World Cup, right?
1: No, he doesn't play the World Cup. I don't know.
2: And do we have any clue why?
1: No. no? He's played a lot. I don't know. He played... <laughs> uh,
2: no,
0: for his no. I mean, he played this thing And Where was it? Romania? Then... He played Norway Chess, Zagreb. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's been a, a fair
1: level of activity compared to what he's been doing before. Yeah, it's a bit, of course, it's a bit sad to skip Walker because there's like three spots. So
2: for the candidates. So yeah, he he's doesn't a have your chances to qualify. He's not a particular favorite to pick up the rating spot, right? No. Dare you. It Depends
1: of, no, no, I, I don't know how it exactly works, but they are so close that, uh... yeah, no, it's hard to say uh, what is the strategy behind that. I guess he will play. I, I don't know if he confirmed or not. Uh, Grand Suisse in this, Isle of Man, I was invited, guys, to this, uh, to this Grand Suisse. I declined. I mean, wow. I'm not go- I'm not going to make. I'm not going there two weeks to make eleven dollars and. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and go back home. <laughs> I mean, this is not... This so in is, World Cup, you would get paid, right? In Isle of Man, you will just have your expenses paid, right?
1: Yeah, I have everything paid, and there's 40, I mean, 50 prices, basically. But you have to make, I mean, like, to get the price, you have to make plus one, I guess. Do you plus see one. how Peter <laughs> shook his
0: head? Like, there's zero chance you will get one of 50 prices. He collapses <laughs> green screen so hard. <laughs> was he was shaking.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, it's a bit long and the weather is not great. So, yeah, I will keep my, my October months uh, not, not. I mean, like, this is big open. I don't, it can be a nightmare. I mean, if you start poorly, then you, you have nothing to play for. You are stuck there. It's 11 games. I mean, it's, it's too much. So, yeah, no, I'm not going there. what, what okay. cup is good, yeah, because you get, you get something. Even if you lose in the first round.
0: Keep us posted on your tournament plans.
1: Um, I will.
2: Your training camps must start soon. Yeah. Say. Your training camps for the World Cup must start soon.
1: I don't have a training camp. I would. No. I would try to. You know. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean. I. I. I mean. The the, the paying tree was published, and I really think it's way too early to. I mean, we should have waited more. I mean, let's publish that three days before. Yeah. I don't. I'm. I'm not planning to prepare uh, much, so I have some, you know, extra motivation
2: since I saw the, the pairing tree. If it goes by rating, you're telling us that you would face Anis Giri in the third round, right?
1: Yeah, exactly, and uh, yeah, it's a double motivation because uh, uh, yeah, I would really it to. I mean, first of all, if I get there, I'm you're rich. No, but already it's. Uh, it's a after it's a bonus I mean like okay I'm happy to I mean if I win my first two matches it's already it's already a good result and then if I play Geary that would be that would be funny we'll see two chickens playing together so <laughs> no I've, yeah I was close to as I explained to you before the show I was close to to So and I'm I mean against So I don't see how I'm winning a game actually
2: I mean against Geary you know can happen. Uh, sorry, remind me and maybe some of our listeners, you had a match with So? No, but I, I
1: in general, I don't see how, how to win a game. Ah, against... you mean oh. you
2: are close in the parent tree with So? You are much more... Yeah, exactly. From...
1: I mean, uh, like Jules. Jules Moussa is playing very close to me and he's playing West Ressau with number six and Giri is number five. So you're a lot digger that just
2: So? You think he would just have your skill set dominated but with Giri you have considerable chances or what is your
1: at least I'm not scared I mean like uh, I don't feel I mean he's a favorite for sure but I feel I have chances I mean like call it uh, 10% it. 15% it. but yeah, no, I feel no, I have no. chances no I mean like I, I see a way how to beat him you know are you gonna uh,
2: tell us which one or is that gonna come no, as a but, shock
1: I fully agree uh, yeah. at the very least that
0: Wesley would have crushed you shout out to Wesley big fan <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, against Wesley I, I would not uh, have a plan, let's say. I mean like I mean, the <laughs> you plan would not judge. have the plan.
0: To try to survive the black game,
2: make it to the tiebreaker and hope to somehow get lucky. <laughs> yeah. I thought on the contrary, what big underdogs do is that they should force a draw with white and then complicate as yeah. much as possible with black and just uh, you know pray yeah, for that counts as
0: surviving trying to survive the black game, no? I mean to scare them a little yeah. bit, of course make sure sense. Yeah.
2: No, but basically keep the distance to one game, which makes the it very uncomfortable for the. Uh, no, for reduce the team. number of games. Yeah, I mean, you
0: take the quick draw with white, and then you you hope for the best, because also.
1: Yeah, and quick, and so and, and, so so and I also take the quick draw as black. No, <laughs> obviously
0: you won't. <laughs> um, you won't get it. You would probably,
2: like to, but <laughs> who knows? No, I thought,
1: um... <laughs> okay. no, but let's see. I mean, like, okay, yeah, well, it's for for later, obviously, and. Uh, yeah, no, it's a special, of course. We will, of uh, course, well, do daily really...
0: coverage on the Chicken Chess Club channel. I Every really long game that lasts longer than <laughs> <Yeah>. 25 moves.
1: <laughs> no, this is the, the, the first match. I mean, because I was checking, they published this uh, yesterday. I mean, the, the first match, the guy is twenty-two thirty, but I can tell you he's playing much better than that. I mean, it's not... Uh... I mean, because it's 22:30, because he's not playing uh, many tournaments. But I checked his yeah. games. I mean, he's not yeah, 22 yeah. no, no, not. Wow, you checked his games well, okay. already, pretending like You're you in didn't the right, prepare right right yeah,
2: no, no, him. you already scared, yeah? So yeah? Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm scared already. Yeah. Uh-huh. So um, I'm worried already about the, the very first match. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to prepare for gay. that's for sure.
0: Wow. Okay. Speaking of the very first match, we have the very first World Championship match between... Zhu Wenjun and Lei Tingzhe. How's he transition, I'll admit. Um, Starting today at the time of recording, it was a draw. This is the women's world championship match happening in Shanghai. And I'm blanking on the other city that was was Lei Tingzhe's home city, also in China.
1: I was a bit surprised. Sorry? Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Please, please. Uh, no. I, I, I didn't know the. I also don't know the city, but I know the. the I saw the game. I mean, not really. actually, I checked, I checked the game. It was interesting. Okay, good. You were a bit surprised by what? I was a bit
0: surprised. I saw some experts being polled, as usual, on Twitter, and eight out of nine said that Ju and June was gonna win the match. That sounded high. They have the same rating. Ting J has been much more active recently. She, she's been crushing. I. I don't think there's a particular favorite in this match, if anything. You would go with the more active player who's been gaining rating while Ju and June has... Well, she had a good tournament now, but she's been declining a bit from 2,600 to 2,560-ish. So I was surprised by that, all I'm saying.
2: I agree with you. I saw the same tweet, and I almost... Re- re- I thought about replying to it, but sort of... Uh, I generally agree with you. I, that struck me as kind of strange. I mean... I don't see there's any particular reason that she should be a, a massive favorite in this match. Of course, you can argue that uh, well, it's nine experts doing it, and she, should she be a slight favorite, they would all choose her anyway. So it doesn't reflect the, that kind of things. But
0: um, I'm saying no, she I'm, might be a slight underdog, and therefore yeah. to have it eight to one, I was uh, I was shocked actually. Yeah,
2: but no, I. But and June,
0: June is ten points higher rated, so yeah. Yeah,
2: cool. yeah, no, I but.
0: And she's also more well-known. Well, guess, so my
2: feeling is that neither the experts nor us are experts enough to have a clear opinion on these things, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say we're more experts than the expert. And yeah, yeah. Correcting <laughs> That was actually what I thought when I saw the tweet as well. But That would be immodest to tweet that as ris- response. Except for Ben Johnson.
0: Greetings to the Perpetual Chess podcast, who was the only one who chose Leiting J. Shout out, Ben. We see you.
1: Um <clears throat> Yeah, I have no clue. Uh, I will, I will definitely uh, check the games. But you point. say you
0: checked the game already. It was a Berlin. Interesting. Played no, it the was same an line interesting like point. against Ali Reza, a game you know. Yeah,
1: but and uh, Quite had some pressure. Yeah, no, the the, the game, the game was interesting. So, Considerable pressure, I thought, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a moment. Some content there. I mean, Juventus made a mistake after the, the opening, and then she was. Uh, probably massively, massively worse, maybe even uh, close to lost, I don't know. She could have taken some bishop,
0: it looked drawn, but she didn't, and then see, she suffered. No?
2: <laughs> it's yeah. early days, but do we see different patterns in, let's say, uh, this match compared to the Open World Championship match in terms of here? Well, they would play the Berlin and uh, more sound stuff while Ding was going completely out of his, his way to play very abstract openings in, in a what? way. He played the Marshall, it's his first opening.
0: And th- right, that I understand. Berlin I mean, I'm, I'm is think, the
2: first opening, like. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking about with white. Um, that well, if both players do like that with with white here, I mean, but she was soon. playing some small idea against the the Berlin, right? So it's I think maybe fairly standard
0: first game, even for an open match. You no, know, you play some small idea that's yeah. not too risky. You hope to get a little something, and then yeah, ends in a draw, and you also get certainty that your opponent plays the Berlin, which normally you assume anyway from whoever it is. But yeah, I thought it was normal, a bit similar to Magnus playing this forcing line in the Petrov against Nepomneshi in the second game, admittedly. But I think Maybe. sort of similar, vibe. Right? I'm sorry. I guess not much to see there, but we'll see. But Ding, yeah, you're right. Even in the first game, he didn't play one Catalan or whatever you would have expected from him. Yeah, he went straight for H3. Was
2: it the first game? Yeah, I think so.
0: Oh, it was a game two, I think.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Was the it? first white game? I mean, yeah. No, no, definitely was Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. It will be interesting. I think they will stay. They will play more classical. Uh, they, they will play some. I think Chouvinet is playing at least when I played, uh, she was one D four player, so we'll see some some standard Catalan or whatever. Uh, yeah. Whatever I always liked her
0: style. Very boring player. Very yeah. positional. Yeah, Excel. she's
1: incredible boy. Yeah, she played she played exchange slav against me. I was I was very happy. Oh. That was that, that was is a, a sign of
2: chess education, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that was a cool game. That was a longer game than uh, my my games against Jan in exchange slav. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, uh, actually
2: we should praise Jan. That uh, Jan has been playing and advocating the exchange slav basically his whole life, right? Yeah, but this is something English. that with uh, neural networks and modern computing actually became very respectable and fashionable. Uh, I was right.
0: And also, yeah, of course, were. I made it a lot of quick draws because it's my nature, but I always thought it was as good a line yeah. as any of the others. And there I think I was more or less
2: right. No, it, it was basically considered a, a joke. Even when we prepared for the World Championship match in Bonn, I mean, we barely touched the exchange life simply because it was just not seen as anything that would
0: make any sense. That's so so says... the whole point. No one used to touch it because people think, yeah, it's boring anyway.
2: Yeah, but that was the point then. Nowadays, it's just seen as a very respectable uh, choice, right? Nah, no, Laurent is still
1: not checking it. Sorry? Laurent is still yeah, not checking uh, it. But I'm not playing the Slav as well <laughs> <Not>. anymore, so <laughs> that helps. Uh, but uh, yeah, is that good? We have some uh, against the line lines, some new ideas? or How does that work? People keep forgetting the know, old no ideas, you right. no,
0: Like uh, who who lost there recently? Just Alireza <laughs> lost. Yeah, Alireza, but he's, <laughs> uh,
1: like he didn't know how to play chess. Probably in 2008, he's born two thousand eight. So he shouldn't know theory that. <laughs> no, he should. He should. He played before, a but actually, video series. But, uh, yeah, I mean, for us, it's difficult to imagine that the guy is not going to know the, the bond, the, the bone line, extreme stuff. Let's say.
2: Oh, but that's also... The exchange love is uh, surprisingly sharp and forcing, and uh, not that yeah. about uh, playing yes. skills, in a way. You, you you cannot just play any kind of move. It's actually an incredibly forced line. It's uh, it's very paradoxical. I guess also that's what attracted Jan to it a bit in, in the days, right? It's a
0: typical chicken line. It's very forcing. If people with black don't know what they're doing, they end up in big trouble. If they know what they're doing, they probably equalize after the forced sequence. So, yeah, it's... It's very typical, just it has a bad rep Well, we play some forced line and whatever. The or for the Dragon, then it's an exciting game, but it's the same approach, really.
2: No, I think our prep for 2008 was that Vichy would normally play a6 uh, lines against it. Yeah, exactly. So we thought, let's play Bishop f5 here. We brushed up uh, standard theory in, in very, very, you know, basic uh, things on that. We thought, okay, that's it. No, it's, it feels... Extremely irresponsible, and Kramnik even aimed at it. Uh, but okay, Vichy is so good, it didn't really matter.
1: No, it was the first game. I mean, we already spoke to about that you yeah, know, yeah. in our video series, but uh, that was the first game, you know, you don't know what to expect. And yeah, let, let, let's, keep it, let's keep it simple. And it's true that Vichy, we noticed uh, actually that Vichy played a, with a6 all his life, and the, ah, it looks a bit more, you know, playable than this bishop f5 stuff. The only podcast. That has 15 minutes on
0: the exchange slav. This week, chicken chest up. Always cutting edge. There seems to be some debate online, Peter. This is probably your area of expertise about the Women's World Championship match and the promotion. Sutovsky had a tweet. If people were going to follow it a lot, not a lot, um, very little or not at all. I'm paraphrasing here. Um what's going on?
2: Yeah, I think you're referring to some some tweet where basically he gave four options and one of them was I don't care, which is perhaps not really the way to sell the match in a way to to be fair before the open uh, world championship match uh, Fede was not doing a particularly good job of sort of uh, building a hype up to it was difficult finding stuff but of course um well you could uh, have the opinion that uh, well the, the women's world championship is not as um, interesting or valuable as the open world championship because if they were good enough, they could also play there. It is strange for for a Fedee CEO to to downplay to some extent, but I mean, well, also from my perspective, well, there is no huge narrative in this match, right? It's two Chinese players, and well. I'm not very emotionally involved in this one in earlier matches at least you could say okay well you might root for one of the countries or something like like this right so, so Karpov bit... you were out on as well no that is a long time ago and that was i mean the point was they had actually built their sort of uh, fan base even uh, internationally this is not particularly the case with uh yu bang yu or uh, Teng j right so it's in that sense, it's a bit uh, weird in some ways. I mean, the previous match, I could, uh, you know, uh, root against uh, one of the players due to her sponsorships or things like that. And uh, like that or not, but it creates some kind of narrative in a way, right? Here it's. So you basically have
0: said there's no Russian player for you to root against in the match? No,
2: that's not exactly what I said. Uh, but um, I can understand why people are perhaps less excited or engaged uh, this time due to the pairing in, in a way i think i think mm-hmm. there is objective reasons for that simply and that's not unreasonable in a way if anything no, you I hear what say you're saying i'm
0: i'm a playing leader, advocate, not, of course yeah.
2: it's not the easiest uh, match to 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 market in that way it's uh, i think fair enough basically right it's
0: uh... j fans check previous episodes of the prestigious chicken chestler podcast we've been we've been predicting Lating j's victory here and supporting the campaign for a long, long time. So how you've daring?
2: been? Yeah. No, I I, I use uh, the royal we. <laughs> yeah, I generally agree with uh, Jan on her being a favorite. and also for me, it's quite interesting in a technical sense. I mean, well, you know the preparations and all this kind of uh, stuff in, in a way. But um, like, um, I don't know. For me, it's legitimate not to to care. Like in other sports, we also have this debate. You know, if you do you care about women's football or not? For me, generally speaking, I think um, you should care what, what you want to. Or there's nothing wrong with uh, not caring about other things in, in a way. And, uh, I follow this match because I think it's interesting opening-wise. But I don't particularly root for any player. Of course, now I root mainly for Lee Teng-J, but that's just so that uh, we can be right in our predictions. It was not a bad tie today, I would say. Sorry? No, It was no, not was... a bad tie at all. No, it was interesting. It's interesting chess ways, I Even if it was played,
1: okay. Yeah. It's difficult yeah. to find never As for which the poll,
0: I, I didn't think. I saw the reactions were very upset about this one option being, I don't care, but maybe it's just the wording. I think it's more or less legit to ask people, like, how interested are you in this event? Very interested. Interested. Not that interested. Not interested at all. Yeah. Whatever. Like, you could do that about any chess tournament, I think. And I wouldn't take a lot of offense.
2: But maybe it was worth it poorly. Yeah, I would say that you could do it, but the, the CEO of the feeder shouldn't be doing it. I think that's kind Why of. Why not? Funny. Why not?
0: Well, it's. I mean, if, sort of it, was about, if it was about Carlson, Anand, whatever, like you couldn't frame it as a legit poll, or would. <clears throat> or you think yeah, the tone um, is too
2: negative? <clears throat> I think so. And it's sort of leaving an option of, the, you know, uh, I don't care. I mean,. It strikes uh, me as weird in a way, but I, I might be Ask slighted. me how much
0: I care about the Champions League final. <laughs> yeah. I do not care. Like, I mean, Again, not sure uh, what you.
2: People if want you uh to... sort of working in the marketing compartment of the uh, Champions League, uh, you would probably not leave that option.
0: I don't know. Maybe they want to know that I'm not interested, <laughs> even if Paris Saint Germain makes it, which they usually don't. Because then yeah. uh, at least I could root <laughs> against them to see Laurent slightly <laughs> upset, or I could. I know he can't watch live, I could spoil the result or something. But other than that, yeah, it's not that interesting. <laughs>
1: yeah. Me too. I'm only interested if if Paisajama is playing. <laughs> so.
0: Anyway, so. we'll follow the match. Um, not every game live. So I guess we're like number two on the poll. We're interested, but not like... We're not going to watch a lot. Yeah. Of
2: like- yeah, but for instance, I mean, during uh, the Open World Championship match, we were doing... Uh, Updates, uh, video updates after every game. Uh, It's my impression we're not going to do this for this match, right? So we also, I mean, care less in a way. Yeah, you do. So
0: no one was watching our video updates. (laughs) We learned our lesson in a really harsh, (laughs) harsh manner. And we also didn't watch those live. I don't know. I might do the occasional video, but yeah, I'm not going to lie. Of course, the attention of the chess world is slightly less on it then on the on the open match and yeah other than that i agree that everybody can watch or not watch whatever they want i saw but this might be also small sample size or maybe i was tuning in too early or people are watching it somewhere else the official feed coverage on youtube didn't have very many viewers when i tuned in but maybe people have to find it on the on the first day
2: could be
1: Well, and also they have strong competition with the coverage of chess.com. Yeah, I was watching
0: that, actually. Yeah, exactly. I was watching the
1: Kostenuk huska um, live coverage, I mean, which was good with... uh, I mean, I didn't see any reason to change because they had the, the live feed of the players and it was
2: entertaining. Do you really think that matters? I would almost think that having another chess event almost helps so you can watch both at the same time. I think it like you are choosing, choosing the to same watch event. For only one of them. It's or the same, same
0: event discovered on different channels. And yeah, Chesscom has oh, a sorry. bigger viewership there. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see the numbers there. I was just randomly sk- skimming through my okay. YouTube and so it was on. But yeah, we'll see how the numbers are. I have no idea. I'll check it out.
2: And updates on the game in Zagreb uh, in is that Magnus is much better uh, with Black against um, Gukesh, but also that Vishy is quite better against Ferovsh. So we'll see. Oof.
0: Playing with Laurent's feelings, sir. I am on purpose. <laughs> so,
2: yeah.
0: What else is going on? Let's check our sheet. I oh, know those are just leftovers. Ha. My 1,000 games, games match against Etienne Garde still going strong. 23 games played. I, I don't want to spoil the outcome of <laughs> games 21 till 23 just yet, but I did win them. I'm very, very impressive when it comes to beating players around ELO 1000. No, but it's a fun experiment. I'm not sure if anybody's learning learning much from it, but I think we're slowly, we're getting to know some some basics in the rue Lopez in the Italian, and so now, at some point, once he mastered some basics, I can switch openings, and we can start from, from scratch there, so I'm having a good and, time. And then you or can come back to it, yeah? Of course, then, you will once forget. he forgot, I can come back.
2: But... No, no. You're basically doing like they did with Alpha Zero, right? You sort of you're training it along the way, and it's supposed to get better. And after a billion games, they will start beating you. Oh.
0: I'm not sure Etienne Gaudet so. and Alpha Zero can be um, <laughs> exactly compared there, but yeah, basically the idea is how much he can improve from just
1: playing me. So if we like, he's blundering pieces, I guess. If he's one thousand, so sometimes to, yeah. Ah, okay. So to. Uh, for how many, I mean, I'd say every 10 moves, you are expecting him to, to blunder one piece? Or how no, does the that thing work? is, and I can control it a bit. With white, if I put
0: pressure, I normally I'll crush him quite quickly, especially if i slightly surprise. Because with, with black, if you don't know so much, it's very hard yeah. to get out of the opening. But with black, uh, especially if I don't try to put pressure directly, then it can be a normal chess game for quite a while. If I play e4, e5, okay, he knows to go knight f3, then bring the bishop out. And cover the pawn with D3, then castle, and then, well, it takes takes a while to threaten anything. But, of course, you, if there's a small level of surprise, then he doesn't have the pattern recognition yet to know what to do. and then the likelihood Are you of trying to
2: hold the bag a little or are you just trying to crush him? No, trying I'm, to trying, content?
0: I'm trying to win every game, but I'm not trying to crush him every game as quickly as possible, because also it's way more educational if we play a few games in these E4-E5 structures so he can... Pick up some principles how, there. How so, do you
2: guys so. do this in simuls? I normally sort of try to win as many games as possible, but also hold uh, back a bit in terms of crushing people too much. I, mean, I guess Loang is just ruthless, right?
0: Of course. Yeah. Oh, in just... I try to crush because we're trying to finish it early. No,
1: I mean you don't want it to. No, no I, d- I don't try to. I try to to. That's the first. With losing, is an adult. You know, I don't want a kid to to be yeah, the yeah. first one to lose. That's it. For the rest, I just uh... no. Just so you ruthless. don't want you no, don't, no don't want to play
0: one e4 every game. No, you could play e4, yeah, d 4 c4, go. knight f3, then yeah, take a do. round. But then you try to play normal. Or I do
2: just... I, I I mean yeah. that's the only place where I feel comfortable using Magnus Prep. That's in simuls. I just try to you know play as much prep as possible.
1: Okay, <laughs> interesting. Good tip <laughs> yeah.
2: on. So, no. Okay. Fair enough. So
0: that leaves us with the, I call them the Peter categories, correspondence update. Can we replace it by golf update? We have more golf than correspondence fans on this podcast.
2: Yeah, but correspondence, there is action now. I mean, for instance, well, I thought about doing it live on air, but I don't know if that would be cheating, so I haven't done it. But I think I can take a pawn now then we get into uh, seven-piece table bases, and then i could claim a draw you know that i thought would be pretty exciting for you to witness right
0: i mean but every game where you both use computers draw anyway
2: no so <laughs> yeah i spoke with one of my opponents about that and he said that well now we are all on a plus score it's going to qualify for the finals collusion but so no all i don't think there's any collusion in that is there? not yet i'm
0: just get... mentioning it early <laughs>
2: yeah no no but he was arguing that so far, none of the finals has actually been all draws. So something seems to happen, at least. But I, I, I agree with you. I have no idea how, you know, if we guys uh, played a, a game against each other, I mean, I think it was going to be a draw. Of course, I would improve my score against Laurent. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, no, I, I don't get it. But he said that so but far... Laurent no might finals... be cheap,
0: but he might try to save on remote engines. And try to That's make the... a draw with the local engine. It might go wrong. Probably not. might, Probably it's it might going
2: go, go wrong. But, <laughs> no, even I understand that well, if you get to plus one, you win. So you will be tempted to gamble at some point. But how do you gamble with an engine? I, I don't get it. But one thing that actually is a difference is that. I that's. Think so- that's
1: that, I mean, like that's exactly why. well, just we think it's just completely. I mean, like. Uninteresting.
2: But again, maybe yes. now I'm. Giving... I, mean,
1: I mean, that's why, that's exactly why you're making the point, like we are making for the from the I'm giving away industry beginning. businesses,
2: but uh, well, the guy I'm chatting industry with, there, my opponent, was mentioning that engines can be wrong because uh, I think Stockfish, uh, whatever number it is these days, they will have inbuilt the 50 move draw rules. But in correspondence, just, it might actually not be like that. If you get to seven pieces, you can claim a 300 move win or something like that there might be positions to evaluate. So the trick is probably to get position that Stockfish evaluates wrongly in a, in a as a draw because you can win in more than 50 moves. It, it's a complicated thing to actually achieve. by. Now well that you know the simple
0: hack. All you have to do is get positions that are winning in 300 moves against yes. the other engine and you're good to go. Yeah, no, no, it's, uh,
2: I mean, if anyone has managed it, I will bow my head uh, to the extreme, but... Uh, no, yeah. I, I found actually one. One, I
1: mean, recently I was checking some endgame, and uh, Stockfish was showing one hundred and fifty, and I didn't know what uh, that meant. That
0: meant you and hadn't clicked to... on this
1: little button which said "use NNUE or "activate table bases." No, <laughs> no, I mean it's a bishop endgame, but with uh, many pawns. Oh, okay. A... I don't think that refutes
2: Gusti's argument. I'm
0: but... probably so right. Yeah. yeah
1: mm-hmm okay no, no i'm
0: not I, sure I, but yeah often where you
1: anyway i
2: sometimes ahead. had this uh, rule in the yeah,
1: back it's a door actually i think i mean i couldn't uh couldn't improve so i was well, really that, surprised that the evaluation was so high and it was still though it was uh,
2: maybe one time when i at least uh, i got some recognition from nakamura but he was sort of we were talking about some end game that like this one loran mentioned said that it was like 1.5 plus and i pointed to him that saying well if it says 1.5 plus, but it doesn't start increasing on bigger depth, it could very yeah. well be the sign. It's a fortress, not a draw. So, uh, and he seemed to think that was, uh, you know, a relevant remark. Or like that. So that I got to, no, I don't know if I got recognition, but at least I chose to. Was that to how follow. your
0: bromance started?
2: Yeah, it Maybe could be dropping knowledge. I mean, uh, well, I mean, also you talk about bromance. I don't know if we exchanged one word in uh, stavana I would say so. Uh, But that's that's offline.
0: You you can be online bros and offline.
2: Maybe you're right. We can be off. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe you're right. Yeah. So it's a good point. Maybe he just thinks I'm good material for his show. Could be.
0: Don't we all? (laughs) Don't we all? Don't we
2: all? Having
0: said that, we move on to the next and final topic of today's episode. Five minutes of feed day featuring. Fyda, Nielsen are coming up. Enjoy. Thanks, everybody who, like me, will be leaving
2: for listening and see you next week. Goodbye, Jan, and goodbye, Laurent, as well. But uh, today's subject is actually somewhat important, I I would say. Um, I think something people hasn't paid enough attention to is how, well, this full-scale invasion has uh, affected the Ukrainian Chess Federation. Of course, it's been affected in a direct sense. We have seen that, uh, well, some of their members has died or had family members died. Some of them are sent to the front. I mean, we saw, well, we know that uh, I think Kovalenko has been to the front numerous times. We know their vice president uh, uh, is also at the front, for instance. And we saw even in the early days of the full-scale innovation that uh, the the team captain of the European gold-winning team, Solipa, was uh, defending... Uh, his home city at, at barricades and so on but I'm thinking more of uh, from a structural point of view I think very recently there was a, a big meeting perhaps online meeting between all the Sports Federation of Ukraine and uh, the the Ministry of, of Sport I think and um, the Ukrainian chess Federation wrote an interesting uh, post about how well that they are actually uh, very much affected with by the situation as it is and recently i think that uh, the ukrainian chess federation has asked for dispensation from the ukrainian state to be allowed to play against uh, russian opponents uh, in chess and the, the context for that is that basically i don't know if it's illegal in, in principle uh for ukrainians to play uh, against russian players not i think in a direct way but what Ukraine, uh, the state is doing is that they will start to withdraw funds and maybe even the sort of license for sports federations who is uh, having their players play against Russian players. But as the Ukraine Chess Federation points out, that well, if our players cannot play against Russian players, it's basically uh, impossible for them to to exist in the international context, exactly for the reason that well, FIDE. Allow Russians to to participate under a neutral flag, which generally has not been the case in in other sports, and uh, this really squeezes the Ukrainian chess federation in a, in a direct sense that they could lose their license. But let's say also in a in a financial sense, for instance, uh, that the Ukrainian chess federation pointed to that, well, their the fees and support they get from the state is very much linked to the results of their players. But for instance, well, they will often get quite some support due to the Mutishuk sisters, um, but as they can't play against uh, Russian opponents and chess keeps putting them in that dilemma and they have to not play it means they don't win anything and this has this indirect consequence that uh, the Ukrainian chess Federation then will start uh, lacking money another point that the uh, uh, point uh, that sort of the Ukrainian chess Federation was mentioned was that they seem to have lost at least 68 players who's changing federations again very logical and you can understand it on a personal basis if you're a refugee maybe you will try to do a career in a new country you'll try to integrate by being a player there it's very reasonable like if you're a top player like sevchenko you get a good offer from uh, romania you will change there it's impossible to be critical of that but of course it also has this huge effect of uh, the ukrainian chess federation and while russia to some extent might have the same problems the rules is that if you Change back to the Russian Chess Federation later uh, because uh, you don't have to pay for that now, you don't have to refund the money later. But for the Ukrainians, it's kind of different. They might be financially compensated for losing players, but it means that uh, after, well, for instance, uh, should the war uh, finish and the, the players want to become Ukrainians again, well, then they actually have to start uh, paying for it. And that could be, well, completely impossible for the Ukrainian Chess Federation at, at that time. So, there is quite some dilemmas in play. I think one argument is mentioned that, uh, well, we see in tennis it's kind of the same that, the, well, Ukrainians will also play Russians. So why can't they do it in chess? But tennis is different than chess. I mean, for instance, Wimbledon, or I think the, the whole tour, is actually a private organization, while uh, in, uh, in chess, well, it's organized by the federation. So, I don't think that the Ukrainian Tennis Federation would risk the same kind of sanctions and have the same effect as the, the Chess Federation is having. The Ukrainian Chess Federation is trying to do some things. For instance, as I mentioned, they have uh, applied for dispensation so that they, are, they will not be punished for interacting with Russian chess players. And I think also the Ukrainian Chess Federation has uh, asked for Dvorkovic to be sanctioned. I don't know if if internationally, but at least uh, by Ukraine as Probably I've mentioned before, uh, Duvakovich's wife is sanctioned by Ukraine, but Fokas uh, himself is until now not sanctioned in a way. So I thought it's relevant to mention that, of course, Ukraine and Ukrainian chess suffered in a very very di- direct sense, but there's also this huge uh, indirect uh, uh, reasons why they suffer, and uh, the Chess Federation wrote a, a big piece about that on, on Facebook, and um, I think it's uh, relevant to, to keep in mind, and also that. Well, the chess world generally have a responsibility to help the Ukrainian Chess Federation and the the chess community in general, because they are suffering from these kind of structural things that uh, the chess world is not having this direct uh, ban of Russian players. And when a lot of other sports have that, it leads to this kind of effect that I tried to describe here. And um, I assume that Laurent Laurent is actually still here. So uh, we can say goodbye together. Jan left uh, a while ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he, Jan is back.
1: Hey, ah, he's coming back. Wow. wow. Amazing. Okay. Hi, Jan. Hello again. How still... was you listening, actually?
2: Yeah, yeah. We're still podcasting? We are, we are. We just, uh, we could basically say goodbye and such. I think Magnus has basically won, but it's not fully clear. And uh, as you mentioned, Duda, he's, he's busting the here with Black. So maybe your, your expert opinion was actually spot on. Duda's tough, but they're both
0: yeah. on my Düsseldorf team, so I have no horse in the really Duda do fight. Wow. Okay.
2: okay. Fair enough. Good to hear. Anyway, maybe we sh- uh, we don't have any. We didn't ask uh, listeners for questions uh, this time, right? No.
0: no. No. If you have any questions, send them to <clears throat> I don't know. Twitter,
2: maybe. <laughs> Chicken like cup
0: at uh, Gmail. Is that the address? I have no idea. To Twitter, to Patreon, somewhere, and we will get back to you in a timely fashion. That could be.
2: uh, Well, for Jan, we wish you. uh... Speedy recovery and I hope Think, that you will enjoy Bali uh, come on No, 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 no?
1: no you don't no, no. No, recovery. No, 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 no,
2: no, 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 we no yeah. no, no we,
1: we don't want him to, to enjoy Bali. So. I we're, we're come mega, on. mega mega jealous. I, it's, yeah, in France. I'm so... sick,
0: I'm sick, working hard. Yeah, but I haven't got no, a single it, it, Balinese massage yet. Like
1: uh... No, it's it's what you told me once that you, <laughs> you like to see me happy but not too happy. So no, but yeah, that's what, I I you, healthy, yeah. I always want you healthy. Healthy, yeah, mildly. healthy. But if mildly. but if if you are if you are fully healthy, I mean, you don't like you don't you don't look like you are dying or anything like that. So if you are fully healthy, then you will enjoy it. No,
2: but you are breaking Too the code sound. here, Laurent. I mean, you can be mm-hmm. against you can. I will hope for you losing in in chess, except when you play Geary Worse, for yeah. for chess politics. I will also hope bad things for people, but. I thought health and family, somehow, we actually wish the best, right? I mean, even... Yeah, oh,
1: but it's true. very small. Come on, it's very small. Very small. He looks, he, got uh, his, he looks his, terrible, his... no
2: disrespect. He looks in
1: a perfect shape. Come on. Uh, he doesn't need any shape. kind of massage. He hasn't,
2: but... doesn't have this glee in the eyes he normally has when we're doing podcasts, I would
1: say. Very true. It's because of the glasses. Okay.
2: He, took he, them off. It, <laughs> yeah, off. yeah no, no. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. He actually looks uh, like he's not feeling well, but... If it gives you any pleasure, yeah. okay. Thanks Peter for your
0: wishes. <laughs> Laurent, all the same to you. <laughs> yeah. It's been a pleasure <laughs> talking to you guys either way. See Bye-bye. you next week or sometime. Bye. Bye.